This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. 653. Glenn Beck, the Blaze Radio Network. Listening to the media follow the 2016 presidential election, you might actually be led to believe that the polls and the media had never before gotten an election wrong. Nothing could be further from the truth. In the presidential election of 1948, the incumbent president, Harry S. Truman, who was the Democratic nominee and who had succeeded to the presidency after the death of President Franklin Delano Roosevelt in 1945, was running against Thomas Dewey, the Republican nominee, who had also been the Republican presidential nominee in 1944. The election is considered to be the greatest election upset in American history. Virtually every single prediction indicated that Truman would be defeated by Dewey. In fact, there may have only been one person in the United States of America who actually firmly believed that Harry Truman would win the election. For the next four years, there'll be a Democrat in the White House and you're looking at it. <laughs> that person was Harry Truman. Somehow, through it all, Truman held on to the belief that he was going to pull off this amazing upset. The New York Times was predicting Dewey would run away with the election. The Gallup poll was so certain of the outcome, it stopped polling before the end of October. Then came election night. His early returns began to come in. The staff at the Chicago Tribune, one of America's largest newspapers at the time, were still confident enough in a Dewey victory to go to print with their first edition headline reading... Dewey defeats Truman. The story accompanying the headline was even more wrong. In addition to declaring Dewey the president, it also declared a Republican sweep of the election, claiming Republican control of the House of Representatives and the Senate, indicating that the GOP would have an easy time pushing through an agenda with control of Congress and the White House. But that didn't happen. Instead, not only did Truman win the presidency with an electoral vote of 303, 189 to 39, over Dewey and Dixiecrat Strom Thurmond, but Democrats regained the control of the House and the Senate that they had lost in 1946. The new media of the day were amazed at what they had witnessed. I think we can all agree on one thing, that not politically, but looking at it from a new standpoint, this is a marvelous news story. One of the great news story of all time. Right. What a lucky thing that three little fellows like us 
on this new and tremendously growing thing like television with this life NBC team had a chance to play a part in it. Dewey was gracious in his concession speech. I've sent the following wire to President Truman. My heartiest congratulations to you on your election and every good wish for a successful administration. I urge all Americans to unite behind you in support of every effort to keep our nation strong and free and to establish peace in the world. So the Democrats had set the all-time record for the party, winning their fifth consecutive presidential election in 1952. Dwight Eisenhower finally reversed this trend. Ike was now limited to two terms by the 22nd Amendment, which was quickly passed and added to the Constitution after FDR's four terms. As a result, in 1960, Eisenhower's vice president, Richard Nixon, ran against a young, upstart senator, John F. Kennedy. It was Kennedy's catchy presidential ad jingle that seemed to be effective. Do you want a man for president who's seasoned through and through? But not so doggone seasoned that he won't try something new. A man who's old enough to know. And young enough to do. Well, it's up to you, it's up to you. It's strictly up to you. But it's Kennedy, 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 Kennedy. Nixon's campaign was a little more low-key. What is the most important issue confronting the American people in this election campaign. There's no question about the answer that I have found in traveling all over this nation. Above everything else, the American people want leaders who will keep the peace without surrender for America and the world. Henry Cabot Lodge and I have had the opportunity of serving with President Eisenhower in this cause for the last seven and a half years. We both know Mr. Khrushchev. We have sat opposite the conference table with him. We know what peace demands. We will keep America the strongest nation in the world. And we will couple that strength with firm diplomacy. No apologies, no regrets. Plus, Nixon made multiple mistakes during the campaign that cost him dearly, including an incredibly poor performance in the nation's first televised presidential debate. And he wound up losing to JFK by 112,000 votes nationwide. A 0.17% difference. But there is no doubt that one of, if not the craziest elections in American history took place in 2000. It happened between Texas Governor George W. Bush and Vice President Al Gore. The nation had been through scandal after scandal after scandal during the 1990s, the presidency of Bill Clinton. And as a result, Clinton and Gore never campaigned together. Everyone knew that it would be a close election, but few would have predicted that it would turn out as razor-thin as it did. The day before the election, Matt Lauer asked Tim Russert what he thought Americans should be watching for on Election Day. What's the key element we should be watching for throughout the day tomorrow? Florida, Florida, Florida. I honestly believe, Matt, as goes Florida, we'll go the nation. Russert's words turned out to be prophetic. As we now know, it did indeed come down to Florida. Election night turned out to be an absolute nightmare. For who? Well, for the media. And because it was a nightmare for them, it was a nightmare for us. We're going to now project an important win for Vice President Al Gore. NBC News projects that he wins the 25 electoral votes in the state of Florida. It turns out that Governor Jeb Bush was not his brother's keeper. The family had been joking 
and seriously that it could be a cold Thanksgiving. Tim Russert, that's great news in Nashville tonight. NBC wasn't alone. CNN announces that we call Florida in the Al Gore column. This is a state both campaigns desperately wanted to win. The state of Florida fought over very hard. The state with a Republican governor named Bush, the brother of the Republican nominee, Jeff Greenfield. This is something that is not making the Bush campaign happy tonight. This is a roadblock the size of a boulder to George W. Bush's path to the White House. A short time later, CNN had to change their call. Stand by. Uh, CNN right now is moving our earlier declaration of Florida back to the too close to call column. Ah, 25 very big electoral votes in the home state of the governor's brother, Jeff Bush, are hanging in the balance. <laughs> this no longer is a victory for <laughs> Vice President Gore. We're moving it back. Early the next morning, the networks began to declare that Bush was now the winner of Florida. And a few hours later, they were forced to withdraw that prediction as well. By 4.30 a.m., the day after the election, the media had decided that Florida was too close to call for either candidate. So they just gave up trying. America would have to wait for days, even weeks, before the presidential race would be finally decided. While Al Gore actually won the national popular vote by just over 500,000 votes, in Florida, out of the 6 million votes cast, George W. Bush won the state by the now-famous number of 537 votes. That is what triggered a recount in a massive battle in the court system, which ended up eventually in the United States Supreme Court. And we all learned new terms like hanging Chad, dimpled Chad, and pregnant Chad. First, you have to know that the punch hole is called a Chad. It is attached to the ballot by four threads. In the morning, the commissioners had decided that if it had been detached by only one thread, it would not be counted as a vote. Two detachments, maybe. Three, definitely counted as a vote. At some point in the process, that was changed, and the commissioners decided that any Chad that was detached to any degree would be counted as a vote. Dozens of lawyers from both campaigns descended on Florida to weigh in on the process. There are two other strange-sounding categories that were not counted as votes. The first one is called the dimpled Chad. That is that there is an indentation in the Chad. The voter put some pressure on it, but didn't detach it at all from the ballot. Not counted. The final category is the pregnant Chad. That is, the Chad was pierced with a hole, but not detached at all. Those were not counted. Now, the Republicans here, Cokie, seized on all of this confusion. They said, see, we told you this is a deeply flawed process. It must stop. But as we know, the county commissioners here have decided not to stop. They will go for a full recount beginning tomorrow. Litigation in select counties started additional recounts, and this litigation ultimately reached the United States Supreme Court. The court's contentious 5-4 decision in Bush v. Gore, announced on December 12, 2000, finally ended all of the recounts, stating that the already certified recount would stand since the safe harbor for counting the electoral votes was at hand. Since Bush had won the previous certified recount, he also won Florida's 25 electoral votes and with it, the presidency of the United States. By the slimmest of margins, 
271 electoral votes to 266, one of the closest races in all of American history. The outcome gave rise to the phrase that Bush had been selected and not elected. The Democrats were quick to point out that he wasn't a legitimate candidate, something now many Democrats fail to remember. And even though the Supreme Court had not selected a winner, but simply put a stop to the process of recounting the votes over and over again, it didn't stop the claims. Through it all, Americans can take an enormous amount of pride. Pride in the fact that no matter how close, no matter how fought or contentious U.S. elections have been over all of the years, they have always been decided through the constitutionally mandated process peacefully. What makes America great? Well, this is one of them. We have peaceful transfers of power without violence and tanks rolling through our streets. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. Are you as excited about your kids being online on the Internet as I am? I feel like I'm always playing catch-up with the latest apps and sites that my kids have access to. All the good and all the bad is always there, but I'm not always there. That's why I want to tell you about Hero Parental Control. Hero is a high-tech tool that helps you stay ahead of the game. Activity from all of your family's devices can be filtered, monitored, and even tracked via GPS from one easy dashboard that you have. You can adjust all your filters. Material that might be healthy for a teen can be harmful to a young child. It works on all of your devices, including your mobile. It's easy to set up, intuitive to use, and it stays up to date with ever-changing technology. It's going to make the Internet in your house appropriate by your standards, not what society says. So enjoy the good and block the bad. Go to blazehero.com. That's blazehero.com.